0: Welcome to Tanzania Stories, brought to you by Safaris with a Heart. I'm Lynn Folk, and with me is Roger Kaumukiwa. Hey, Roger.
1: Hi, Lynn. Good to be here.
0: And together, we are the co-founders and co-owners of Safaris with a Heart. The theme of today's show is Mount Kilimanjaro, which is one of the most popular destinations for Safaris with a Heart. So Roger and I today are going to be talking a little bit about Mount Kilimanjaro as an introduction to give you a little bit of a feel of what that experience entails. And then we're going to talk with the Ornus family and they'll tell us about their adventure and what that all meant to them. So Mount Kilimanjaro is one of the seven summits on the seven continents uh, if you've heard of that, the tallest mountain peaks on the seven continents, it is 19,341 feet above sea level. So we call it a high endurance, high altitude trek. It's It is something that is quite challenging, quite adventurous, and quite wonderful all at the same time. There are five different climate zones that you climb through as you Uh, Do the mountain, it's over a series of days. Depending on the route that you choose, it can range anywhere from 5 to 10 days on the mountain. As a tour operator, we don't recommend anything less than 6 days because that allows 2 days at the 12,000-foot level Uh, to properly uh, acclimate. There are, as I indicated, uh, five different climate zones, and you start in the rainforest. Every 3,000 feet is another climate zone, and you work your way all the way up to the glaciers. So you have a variety of clothes that you need to take with you uh, to the mountain, but we provide a very detailed gear list and so all of the, our clients, when they go with us, they always end up saying, I followed your list to the T, and we had everything that we possibly needed. And so that makes them feel really comfortable um, and not have to worry about um, being out in the in the elements. They can co- concentrate on enjoying their journey and the challenge that's uh, ahead of them. So we first have the rainforest, like I indicated, and then there's the... Um, moorland, which is really much smaller trees. The rainforest is very, very tall trees. And as it indicates, there's a a little bit of rain or sometimes a lot of rain as you you go through that zone. And you might see a few different monkey species and so forth. The moorland is shorter trees and, and, and shrubs and juniper and a lot of moss that is hanging from the trees. And I call it very surreal very brightly colored lichen, and it's 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 like walking through a, a fairyland. It's really very cool. And then the heather district is small shrubs and grasslands. And then the next district is the Arctic Desert, which is above where the life exists on the mountain. So it's very barren and lots of rocks, a little bit like a moonscape. And then at the very top, it's the glaciers on top of uh, Mount Kilimanjaro.
1: In general, Africa, there is... F- 54 countries, but a Tanzania is one of the country in, Af- in, in in Africa which is really blessed from God. Why I'm saying that? Because it's among the country which you you will find only mountain Kilimanjaro, the highest mountain in Africa, is not anywhere else compared to where you can find in Tanzania. But what Lynch was saying it's about when you are coming, when you are ready to climb mountain Kilimanjaro, don't ask yourself if you're gonna carry the the bag with 20 pounds or 30 pounds. No. We, we have porters, we have guides, and everybody, he, have, he, he knows what he's supposed to do. Porters they used to carry a lot of things compared to what the client will want. They, they, they carry food, they carry your, your equipments and tents and everything. So you need to be aware that, I mean, uh, if you go climb Mount Kilimanjaro, you will need to go with your bag, I mean, your rain jacket, your small jacket, and uh, something compared to the way you'll be going. Day after day, the guide, which they're very professional, we have a good guide who they're really well equipped by knowledge and they're really nice to care the client. So they will tell you what kind of clothes you need to wear every day the way you go up.
0: Another question that many of our clients ask us is, am I capable of doing this endurance track? I haven't climbed you know, mountains before, but it's something that I really would like to do. It's either on my bucket list or I just really love challenges and so forth. And this is what we can say. We've taken um, clients with us that are from 13 years old to 72 years old. We have taken um, extreme athletes, which are marathon runners and triathloners and bicyclists, and, and we've also taken individuals that have never uh, even set foot on a treadmill. And the success ratio that we have is 95%, so it's extremely high, but that's because we prepare people very well, not only for mentally prepared, but phys- you know, just tell them what they need to do to physically prepare. Um, and we have excellent guides. We make sure that they're well hydrated and they're well fed, um, they, that they sleep, you know, as much as you know possible, um, and there's a lot of other things that we make make certain that are that are correct, so that we can um, increase the possibility of their summit. But also, we tell them it's always safety over summit. So we know that That's you true. come to Tanzania and you want to do this amazing experience, but again, keep in mind that it is high altitude. And so we have to respect the mountain and we want to get everyone home safely. So if there's an incident that um, uh, arises, which is very rare, but if it does, we'll certainly use the judgments of our, our senior guides and to make a determination using our rule uh, safety over over Summit. And the, the route that we use that we love the most is called, we call it the modified umboy route. And it's a lesser known route. And it, we love that because for the first two days, we're basically alone on the mountain with our crew. And there's a three to four to client ratio as far as crew to uh, client. And so for every person, there's three to four crew uh, to get all, everything up the mountain. And so we're alone on the mountain for the first couple of days, then we merge with other trails. There's five different uh, trails that are on the mountain, and we merge at Bronco uh, Camp, and then we climb the Bronco Wall and head up uh, via Stella Point, and then finally summit at uh, Uhuru Peak.
1: I want to talk a little bit about safety when you're on the mountain for six days up and down. Oh, it's very safety why I'm saying that, because the government, they put more power for the tourists who are coming to do safari, to do mountain. so... When you are there on the mountain, you need to know first all around on the mountain. You know Mount Kilimanjaro is not fenced; it's a mountain which is very open. It's a national park, so there is no animal. It's the animal which they are there. It's only monkey and other kind of different species of birds. But uh, it's very safety because there is enough rangers who they are well trained to the government of Tanzania to make sure the tourists when they are going and come down they're very safety the government like to keep the brand of tourism or tourist industry to be known as a safe and the country is very safe too let me talk a little bit about the equipment which we 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 supply when the client are going to the mountain uh, one of the biggest equipment which safari so with heart we are looking every time when client they are going to climb it's the tent we provide the north tent with they are very new because that is the one which you don't have supply. You you don't supply the good tents. That means when it's rain, the water can come inside. So we we make sure, as so far as the hut, we have a good equipment, tents and poles.
0: Yes, the tents being North Face four season tents, and they not only keep you dry, but they keep you out of the the wind. And so you're in the elements when you're in the mountain. There are no other places you know to go to um, for for shelter. So the camping equipment is extraordinarily important as far as the quality. And so we make sure that our clients are as comfortable as possible uh, when they're going up the mountain. And we also have other safety measures in place, too, such as um, we always, of course, have a first aid kits. We always have oximeters that, that test the oxygen content and, and the pulse, you know, the checkers to make sure it's in a in a safe zone. And, and we apply all of our safety standards so we get everyone down um, happy, although exhausted and exhausted. Uh, and safe um, from from the mountain experience. Because
1: course, so far with the heart, we love our client or tourists to enjoy the trip too when they're on the mountain. We we supply the mobile toilet. So we we the, on on the mountain there is a public toilet. But for us as far with the heart company, we love to provide mobile toilet so our client they can feel. Privacy. They can feel free when they want to go more than to wait for the queue.
0: Yeah, that's something that's extremely important. Something that people don't necessarily, you know, think about when they're when they're doing the mountain. If we can provide something that's that's uh, far more, you know, c- comfortable uh, for them. It has its own, you know, privacy tent and and so forth. Uh, they're going to again uh, add to their their enjoyment on the mountain while they're they're doing something uh, an endurance uh, event. It's not a technical climb. Uh, It is a hike. There's no repelling, although that's a lot of fun to do. There's no repelling, there's no crossing over crevasses, you know, or anything like that. It's it's strenuous hiking up the mountain and it does take a course over many days. And it is high altitude, so not only do we have a lot of fun, but we also really respect the mountain. Our producer Marshall Saunders spoke with the Ornus family, Mike, Carrie, Jake, and Kaya and ask them about their adventure, climbing Africa's tallest mountain.
2: With me today in the studio is the Ornus family. Uh, Together they climbed Mount Kilimanjaro in January of 2019 with the help of Lynn and Roger from Safaris with a Heart. Dad, Mike, uh, mom, Carrie, son, Jake, and daughter, Kaya made this trip as a team, and they all successfully summited. Good job. Uh, Mike, uh, what was it like climbing the mountain as a family? It was
3: a lot of time together yeah. that we actually cherished. Okay. We, we've done a fair amount of hiking and being together, walking, but not that many days in a row, not camping, um, not in a different world and at different heights. It was, it was a wonderful experience together.
2: So I've heard the flight to Tanzania can be a bit long. Uh, When you landed in Tanzania, what were your first impressions?
4: When we got off the plane in Tanzania, the airport was obviously a little bit smaller than what we've been to. And I think we were all just filled with excitement. I remember we all looked at each other somewhat in awe, like, my goodness, we're really here in Africa. And we saw some other people who were taking pictures with the Kilimanjaro or the African airport in the background and so we definitely stopped put our backpacks on and had one of the other passengers from the plane take a picture of the four of us and i think it was just an exuberance um of of life and excitement that we all were there together and then we were frantically looking for roger and lynn
2: (laughs) (laughs) and you did eventually meet up with them
4: yeah we found them in the airport which was great
2: kaya once you landed and got your bearings Uh, Where were you off to from there?
5: Um, So once we arrived, we went through customs and everything, and we were able to go right into Roger's safari uh, vehicle. So we could just leave right away. It was just the four of us by then and Lynn and Roger, and we just drove straight to our hotel, which was interesting is when we arrived there, it was dark. So you couldn't see very much. You could only see what the lights showed which being a smaller airport didn't show a ton, so you weren't 100% sure of your surroundings, which was different. Um, You know, you stepped off the plane, and you're in this extreme hot, humid place that we came from, super cold. So it was just kind of a different experience coming in in the night and not really knowing what's around you.
2: What did you learn about yourselves or each other by climbing Kilimanjaro?
5: One of the things...
4: I learned about myself on the mountain was how much I rely on my support system of my family to encourage and to be there and to go through this together. The mountain was fascinating, and Lynn, I think, gave me the best advice that I had heard was to chunk each day out, because the mountain was something that you you go to, and you're not quite sure if you're going to reach the top. So Really, having a really good definition of success is important, and I know we talked about it as a family a lot because we weren't sure that all four of us would make it, and it would still be a successful trip if we all didn't actually reach the top. Sure. And so I think that that's something I learned about the rest of of Kaya, Jake, and Mike is that they're great people, and it was really fun to see them in an adult role and take on. A situation and tackle it on a, on a day-by-day basis and to chunk it out and to be there for one another every day while we were climbing
2: it. Did you have tough days where you wondered if you were able to make it all the way to the summit?
5: I think we all had at least one tough day hmm. where it just it wasn't our day from that day. Um, for the most part it was only one person's bad day at a time which I think was really helpful because everyone could kind of help each other out there. So it wasn't like everyone was having just a terrible day.
2: Mike, why make the choice to climb the mountain with your whole family? Was the intention to bond or to share the experience with your children? Why do it as a whole family? I think for me,
3: it's easy for me to do anything with our family. And this was an adventure that was sort of bigger than anything we'd ever done, both in terms of being in a different world that we'd never been in and climbing a mountain that high and... Being having to rely on each other, having to camp. Um, I kind of joke it's the first winter camping we've ever done was in Africa, <laughs> and going. Th- and there were times that were struggles. There were times that were uncomfortable. There were times it rained. There were times that um, a little bit sore. Um, and like Kaya said, we each had a day that we struggled through, but it was nice that everyone was there to help help you through it and encourage you. And in the end, I, I think that was what I learned most is. Each of these guys, Kerry, Kai, and Jake, have a lot of resiliency. And even though things don't always go well, we found the bright side of the mountain and got up and enjoyed each day. And every day was different. To add on to that, I think we really um, have always done things as a family, and it was kind of nice to accomplish more as a family.
2: Looking back on the entire experience, what was the one or two most memorable moments for you?
4: One of the things that sticks out for me, obviously, is to reach the summit. Hmm. Um, it was great that all four of us were able to make it, and we all four did it at, in the same pace, and so we were up there together, and we got our picture taken, and the beauty and the, 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 the magic that is on the top of Kilimanjaro is uh, priceless. It's really difficult to describe but what i what i thought was great was when we were actually leaving the top of the mountain jake and i and kaya were a little bit ahead of mike just because there was a wider path and so the three of us could be there and mike was shortly behind and we turned around and mike was starting to cry hmm. and it was A beautiful scene because he was so overwhelmed with the beauty and the fact that our family was together and the love that we all had on top of the mountain and it was just and so then obviously we went back and embraced Mike and it was just a really um a great family moment that I think I'll probably carry in my heart forever
2: I've heard that sometimes the trip down the mountain can be just as tough as the trip up the mountain Kaya what was the descent like for you
5: I found the trip down to be the hardest part. Uh, Personally, you're just so excited to get to the top, and then you start going down, and you kind of start losing energy slowly. And then um, you get down into the rainforest, and for us it rained. That was probably the day I struggled. Um, It was just a lot of downward, and it hurt my body more than going up. So it was a different experience because you wouldn't ever think that getting down was the harder part.
2: Kaya and Jake, uh, you both attend Colorado State University. What do you take back with you from this experience?
5: I think I just take, like, long-term on, like, how privileged we are. You know, me and Jake flew straight from Africa to college where it's kind of like you're you're at summer camp all year, Um, you know. It made me really realize how fortunate I am to be able to go to college and to be able to do what I'm doing and to not have the stress of, you know, what am I going to do today? Am I going to need to find a way to get food? Am I going to be able to pay next month's rent? And just very, very surreal on how actually fortunate I am where I wouldn't have thought that. Um, before going on this experience and really seeing what a difference it is and how I can even make a difference if I want to.
2: So what would you tell another family of four if they walked in here right now thinking of taking this trip? What do you tell them, and, and what advice would you give them?
3: I would start off with the, was the trip of a lifetime. I think the experiences, the specif- specifically the mountain, every day was different. Every day was beautiful in its own right. The... Um, mountain sort of changes in front of you the guides were absolutely amazing i hadn't thought i look was looking through some pictures yesterday seeing the pictures reminded me of how much we got a chance to interact amongst each other but also to learn about tanzania and to learn about the tanzanian people Um, and being that close to the guides to, to have that much time together to learn about things and to experience that mountain together was pretty amazing
2: uh, just to show you where my mind is at, how was the food during the whole trip?
4: The food was <laughs> was fabulous. The, the chefs and the people who provided the food for us did a great, wonderful job of making sure that we had everything available that we needed to nourish our bodies. We ate probably better or were provided more food than we do on a daily basis here in the U.S. One of the things I would really recommend if you're going to go on this trip is to really reach out to Roger and Lynn. They provided the, a service that was un, unbeatable. They Prior to the mountain, we went on a safari with them and then they, they brought us to the mountain and they the guides that they have for their clients, um, Ruta and Victor, were great. I, I would trust them hands down. I would be very comfortable if one of us didn't was not able to make it up the mountain to go back down the mountain with one of those particular guides. They provided information, they provided education, they provided companionship, because you're hiking for six to eight hours a day on the mountain, and so there's a lot of talking. And Ruta and and Victor did a great job with um, just being fabulous hosts. They were wonderful Kilimanjaro mountain hosts. It was really great.
2: Jake, I know this wasn't a technical climb, uh, like you don't need ropes and uh, repelling equipment and so forth, but what type of equipment did you bring with you for the climb?
3: I think we all had our own hiking backpack, hiking shoes, and then it was always nice to have, like, raincoat and rain pants, and then your, like, poncho for your backpack it was always kind of necessary to keep in your bag, but having, like, nice warm pair of socks was nice, and then... Just regular hiking gear, but you have to be ready for all types of weather. Sure. I will say that uh, Roger and Lynn had us exceptionally well prepared. There, we were. Uh, we spent a lot of time making sure we had the equipment on the list, and we never had an issue with not having what we needed. That's for sure.
4: the The crew that we're with is are the actual worker bees of the entire process. Is they're the ones that haul the equipment up. The entire mountain for us to to enjoy with the tent and the all the cookware and our sleeping bags and the pad and the pillows and the chairs. We had to do our rain jacket, fleece, and a walking stick, so we were very well taken care of as far as equipment is concerned.
2: Carrie, any last thoughts you'd like to add?
4: One thing I want to I want to say about the mountain is when, in order to go on the mountain, be prepared to be vulnerable. Be prepared to take each day and not know what, what's gonna happen and have the courage to to do your best and to be present each and every day regardless of the outcome of that day, regardless if you're not feeling well, regardless if you're feeling great and a family member's not. But be prepared to allow the mountain to direct you and be within you and not be so concerned about everything else, but just be present. Mindful. Mindful.
2: Thank you so much to the Ornus family, Mike, Carrie, Jake, and Kaya. I look forward to hearing about your next adventure.
0: After listening to the the Ornus family tell about their experience on Mount Kilimanjaro, and Carrie talking about, you know, feeling free to to be vulnerable and really living in the, the present moment and Mike talking about the bonding experience you know that they had with a with a family and and Kaya talking about everyone having a little bit of a of a you know down day this is why we Roger and I why we do this as tour operators, that we can bring something really special, not only to individuals, but to families and bring memories that they will carry with them for, for you know, decades to come, for lifelong memories and even as legacies that they leave, you know, for their family. So that that was just a beautiful story uh, that they told and we're proud to bring you that Um From Safaris with a Heart, and we hope that someday that you will join us on Mount Kilimanjaro and for our other tours, whether that be our National Park Animal Photo Safaris, whether that be the island of Zanzibar, whether that be our charity projects in Lake Victoria, or going in search of the Jane Goodall chimpanzees in Gombe Stream National Park on the Tanzanian-Congo border. That's our newest tour, and uh, that's another one of our must-see adventures. Thank you for listening to Tanzania Stories, brought to you by Safaris with a Heart. Safaris with a Heart brings Tanzania to life for you. Find out more online at safariswiththeheart.com. If you like what you've heard today, click the subscribe button on whatever service you found us on. And please rate and review the show. And if you have a question for us to answer on a future podcast, or if you'd like to share your own Tanzania story, leave us a message at 612 352-9177. We'll try our best to include your contribution. Again, that number is 612-352-9177. Thank you for listening, and until next time, Happy adventuring. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Tanzania Adventure Stories from the heart of Africa. This podcast has been brought to you by Safaris with a Heart, providing you with your next great African adventure. Reach them today to organize a customized tour for you. The amazing world of adventure travel awaits you. Safaris with a Heart can be found online at safariswithaheart.com. This podcast has been produced by Minnesota Podcasting, and they can be found online at mnpodcasting.com come